0: If you're a runner who's felt held back from the joys of running due to an injury, surgery, or diagnosis, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to Legacy Running, where we'll be sharing return to run info, insight, and inspirational stories to show you how to win back your happy place and build your legacy. Thanks for joining. Now on to the show. Um, All right, Kevin, well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us what your business is and how it runs and kind of who you are.
1: Wow. I wish I could answer that in like two, two minutes, but uh, if I had to give you the the kind of the quick rundown, I am yeah. the head physical therapist and owner of Swiss physical therapy and performance in Oviedo, Orlando, Florida, where we uh, where I run a solutions based physical therapy practice. Um, yeah. It's based around uh, athletes, which is, people first when they think of that they think like you know professional athletes and and yeah you know you do have your you know one percent of the clientele of that but primarily when i think of an athlete it's anyone who has an active um who has the idea of wanting to be and have an active lifestyle so uh anyone can be an athlete it's just more so do you have the mindset to want to be better every day and want to move better every day
0: i love that yeah i love that Mm -hmm. you see so many or sometimes we get to see patients who are Maybe I don't know older adults and just still crushing it, and it's so fun to treat those people.
1: The best, the best.
0: Yes. Um. And what about you? What do you like to do outside of your business?
1: So swish, it, the name comes from it's a basketball terminology, right? You know, when the when mm-hmm. you make the ball through the net. So uh, my whole life I play basketball. I would consider that my main sport. Um. Even though it's funny because if you were to see me in real life, I'm like I'm five seven, five eight on a good day. But uh, I promise you, I play basketball in my life. And, and uh, so that's the one thing, definitely working out, hanging out with friends, yeah. family. I'm a, I'm a big friends, family kind of day. Like, if I'm not working, I'm with my friends and family.
0: Good. That's so good. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, tell us a little bit about what solutions-based physical therapy is and how this works in your practice.
1: Yeah, you know, what makes it so interesting is I started off, uh, started out my my clinic right out of PT school. So I think it was yeah. 6 months after I got my license um and during that time I, I I was struggling with the idea of like I can't compete with insurance. Like yeah. it's it's just unfortunate. like if you just look at the the amount of money that you make from a per hour standpoint, it was impossible to compete. You know, they have that leverage um and yeah. so I had to I had to think about okay, what can I do to find my way of survival? And uh, right. I came across uh, Greg Todd, which, you know, I was fortunate enough to, to, to uh, think and, and to collaborate with. And he brought this idea of a solutions-based therapy and yeah. that to me, it, it automatically made sense to me. And so mm-hmm. solutions-based therapy is pretty much, um, it's, I like to say it's reverse engineering. So okay. when I when I have a client, um, we spend our first time together, like legit talking, uh, to get to know each other about what's important to them and what are they trying to accomplish? So my idea that it's like, it's not just, I want to get up and stand up or I want to go to the restroom or it's like, no, that quality of life stuff is definitely going to happen in terms of like yeah. your ADLs. But it's like, what are you actually trying to accomplish? Hey, I would love to walk down the aisle with my daughter when she gets married in three months. Yes. Right. I would love to run a 5k for the first time in my life. Hey, yes. I would love to be able to return to working out to the, working out my legs in the gym Um, regularly uh, since I haven't done it in, you know, 10 years, like the Mm -hmm. result stuff that we could objectively go, okay, if we get this done, this done, this done, we've accomplished what what you came here to do. And and that that allows us to have commitment both ways. And it makes me feel like I'm working for the client, not insurances. So um, that's pretty much what the premise is.
0: I love it. Um, I love when you said that the example of like being able to walk, you know, your daughter down the aisle or whatever, mm-hmm. it just takes it that one step further. And then from the patient's end, it's like, okay, even though I'm really busy today and it's really hard to fit PT in my life, it's like my why is bigger than my mm-hmm. and yes. And I'm going to show up for myself, even if, you know, life is busy.
1: A hundred percent. And, and, uh, it just, it's ultimate buy-in. You know like they realize i'm actually working for them you know like um so that's what's really important to me
0: yeah um i also really like when you said your first visit is not just like sitting there and doing objective measures like how much does Mm -hmm. your hamstring contract (laughs) it's like figuring out you know really what their what their goals are um how have you how have you felt like that has changed your like patient rapport with your clients
1: dramatically like they 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 know they know that i know what's important to them right so they have to be vulnerable enough for them to open that up open up towards me and then i have to be vulnerable vulnerable enough to open up to them as well so you build this immediate connection and i always say like us as doctors we're one of the few you know doctor professions where we spend time with patients so uh if you don't if we don't understand that premise then We're not going to give the best care and they're not going to be open to patient education they're not going to be open to exercises that they do at home and so on and so forth so it is like so important to me for me to build that relationship and it's why i truthfully since i am emotionally invested it's why i don't take on more than 15 people at a time on my caseload, um and that's really important to me so you know whereas traditionally i was seeing 22 different people a day right Mm -hmm. so this time i'm seeing 15 people in a caseload every yeah. three months you know like it's not even it's not that uh that demanding when it comes to like emotionally spreading me too thin
0: of course yeah and then when that patient reaches out to you on the weekend that oh my gosh I'm having a huge flare-up you're not like I cannot talk to you you're like <laughs> you're so brained. you're like yes like of course I you're one of my 15 like you're on my team mm-hmm. I got you
1: yes exactly exactly
0: I love that exactly. um how are you finding that solutions based pt is able to or how is it different from mm. like traditional p t like
1: oh later. man, so the best way so this is the because i've I've trial and error of trying to figure this out of how to explain to people is yeah. this is the best way I can put it traditional based therapy outpatient they work based on your copay, okay. So mm-hmm. they get paid every single time you come in, okay. right? Yep. So therefore, they are work. They, they pretty much get paid to keep you there as much as possible. Yes. Right. So what I'm doing, problems based solution, is I'm actually getting pays paid or incentivized to get you paid, get you better, quicker. Right. Yes. Because yes. technically, technically, if I get you better faster, then therefore I got paid more per visit. Of course right versus traditional if they keep you there longer they're getting paid longer they're getting paid more yes so that's that's way i go is i pay i i work for results they work for copays
0: mm-hmm. yeah it's so true and yeah that's really really true um do you also have the analogy of fine dining is that you
1: that is me that is okay. me that is, <laughs> where, you where did you hear business? that from
0: I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe on your, your podcast with Greg yeah. or maybe from my Greg. I don't know. But this is my favorite analogy of all time. So if you could also <laughs> tell us that one, I would love to hear it.
1: Yeah. And it was actually given to me by one of my clients, you know, that we were like really? talking about. Yeah, that we were talking about, you know, their experience with me and, 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 and Swish and everything. And they're like, Kevin, it's like going to fine dining. And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, well, you know, when I've gone to other therapy clinics, it felt like fast food. Like I was just kind of just going in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. And it kind of felt unhealthy um and coming to me is 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 more so like a fine dining experience so quote unquote yeah let's say let's say you're gonna pay more right um but once you've made that commitment you you you're looking forward to the experience right so now it's not so just like when you go to when once you've made the commitment to go hey i'm gonna pay for this fine dining experience that i have then you're like excited right like you're like oh man i can't wait to see what the what the waitress or waiter experience is going to be. I can't wait to see what's going to happen when, when I come in or what conversations I'm going to have or, uh, you know, what's the food going to taste like, and quote, unquote, like the exercises or, um, you know, what's going to be different? What's going to be on the music playlist that day? Like, it's literally like everything is catered to create the best experience possible every single time the client comes in. and and um, And that wasn't something that I was like, oh, I'm just doing this so people enjoy. It's like based on research. If you look at research, evidence-based practice, the, the most important thing is client experience because it allows them to be open for patient education, which therefore is the highest grade of evidence for uh, treating somebody. So it's like, which completely gets overvalued and it gets tried or, or undervalued, but it gets tried in traditional. They just can't do it. They can't do it correctly when you have three people per hour. Like it's just not yeah. possible.
0: Yeah, it's really not their their fault. You know, they're trying as hard as they can. It's just, it's just the system um, mm-hmm. that we're operating in. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of things do you do at your practice that feels like fine dining for your clients?
1: Oh, I love this question. Um, so first off, when they come in, they feel like the entire hour that they're in there or whatever the time that they're there yeah. is dedicated for them. Yeah. Right? So- I have about a twelve, thirteen hundred square foot facility, and when they come in, it's just me and the client, right? I love it. Like yeah. the entire gym. So the and and then they 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 also feel like they can communicate and talk and 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 yeah. be 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 and speak about what's going on with them, um, yeah. through the injury and how and how you know. So they feel open to communicate. Um, and then there's the fun things like I have, like it's a gym gym. Like if you look at the if you look at my you know I have yeah. I have squat yeah. racks. I got a full blown gym That's with shit. a turf. Yeah, and at the same time, there's candles that are lit. You know what I'm saying? So you you literally I come in it. and and there's no. and there's you know scents are there and um and everything. And it's always clean and it's always organized and uh you know without you know customer service so important. So you know there's always water. You know warm warm or room temperature or cold. And and I'll, I'll give it to you before you even ask for it. You know like yeah. uh those little experiences that I try to make. Um, and then in addition to also communication. So you know, I have a business partner as well. So whenever someone messages us, we try to get back to them like rather quickly, um, yes. which is important. Like a fine dining experience, right? Oh, something's yeah. going on; they have to fix it right away. That that way, they can, you know, make sure the people are still enjoying their their time.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it, and you're you're able to provide that quality because you're only seeing like fifty people at a yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually have a similar but opposite experience. I yeah. um like some of my primary. Uh, clientele are women uh, who just gave birth or like Mm. trying to get back to running postpartum Um, and for me these women are so busy taking care of their babies um, and like can't really leave home that it's like it's actually better for us to do virtual visits because it's more uh, you know conducive to their schedule and it's like uh, I don't know one of my my girlfriends is like the only time I can work out is 10pm at night And it's Mm. like, well, you're not going to come in to PT at 10 p.m. at night. So let me give you your programming. And then the next day, if you have any questions, just shoot them over. I love that. Yeah. So it's just we're able to be really, really uh, specific to what our clients' needs are based on the season that they're in.
1: Imagine if you had 100 people asking you that. It would be like impossible. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, I love it.
0: Makes my head spin thinking about it. Um, Do you feel like there's any ways that solutions-based PT is a disservice to people or like barriers that you run into with trying to work with um, clients?
1: Oh man, disservice. I can't think of a disservice. And I know that's like, I'm really, and I, I'm really trying to process how I can think of something. Well, let well, what I will say is the barrier of it is that it's so different um, that it can be hard to, for people to wrap their heads around. So Um, not often not often uh, I can go up to somebody and say what do you what it like if everything worked out perfect case scenario best case scenario working with me what would you want it to look like and you'll be surprised how often people can't process like wait you want me to think about best case scenario for me like you know like what's important to me and they 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 literally can't like tell you and uh, so I tell them when I have that experience I'm like look when you're ready to when you realize what's important to you, then come back to me and we'll have this conversation. Um, yes. So that's probably the barrier is that we spend a lot of time in society not thinking about what's important to us and our mental health and our spiritual health and our um, you know, financial health and all that kind of stuff that um, sometimes it can be really hard for them to really go, hey, um, this is what I'm trying to get done. And that's mm-hmm. where you have to kind of push, push and pry to figure out what's important to them. So that's probably one of the most difficult things you got to work with.
0: Yeah, totally. Is that kind of the main question that you ask them? Like, best case scenario, what would this look like?
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, look, if you want, if, what would, yeah, what would the best, scenario, best case scenario look like working with me?
0: Yeah, and and
1: that's what I hope to provide. That's my that's now my task.
0: Mm-hmm. That's so good. Yeah. I oftentimes will I'll always ask my patients, like, what is your goal? Like, what kind of things do you want to be able to get out of this? Especially, like, in traditional care, that's a question that we'll ask. And I I have so many people that are just like dumbfounded when I ask them that question. And <laughs> they're like, I have no idea what my goals are, um, which is, it's crazy. And it, it's important to push and, and understand like, you know, what does being able to balance or run or, or whatever mm-hmm. look like to you?
1: Yes. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um, do you have any, you can share a couple if you'd like, but do you have any client success stories that you want to, you want to share with us?
1: Um, I would love to. I have two off, off, off my off top of my head. One is uh this gentleman who came in, um, he was uh he came to me and he said, Kev, you know, like I have knee pain, uh, or bilateral knee pain, um, so both knees hurt, back pain. And I would love to just be able to like go up and downstairs without feeling like you know, without feeling pain and, and, and my heart not feeling like it's gonna bump you know, bounce out of my chest. Yeah. And when I once we kind of pride and everything like that you know i was like have you ever thought about like running he was like no just you know i don't even think it's possible and i said well wait you know i think it is what what about what about a 5k and he was like there's no way and then finally after convincing him he's like all right let's do it like let's go for it you know and then um i want to say so three months later he dropped i think it was close to 60 Four months later, sixty pounds and ran his five k and and PR on the day of the five k with no with no knee pain or back pain. So that's a perfect case of reverse engineering. Okay, this is where you're trying to get to. This is what this is what it's going to take. And kudos that to him.
0: Incredible. And it's like you were able to allow him to think even bigger than like he was like I just want to get up and down the stairs. But you were able to get him to think bigger than he could even. Yeah.
1: Think. Yeah. Because when you're in your pain, when you're in pain, all you can think about is. Getting out of pain right, so you right. under you underestimate what you can do and you uh underestimate or you overestimate how long it's going to take to get to where you really 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 want to get to and so that's that 's where our skill set comes as health professionals is we understand how long tissue takes to heal, we understand yeah. progressive loading, we understand you know the demands that it takes to 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 create a program that 's needed to uh, allow someone to achieve where they need to go i always say're we're the, we 're the mechanics of the body right so yeah. we have to make sure the the vehicle is running uh, a certain way to, to, to make sure that whatever race is needed for that, for that car to do, it's doing.
0: Yeah. And then, oh,
1: I'll, get, I'll give one more. I'll give one more. Um, yeah. So, I, don't forget. so I, had, uh, I had a cool experience where um, uh, a young lady came in and was like, hey, I would love to be able to work with you. I, she had a, a knee surgery went wrong with nerve damage down her leg. And she came to me and said, look, Kev, I know I'm going to have to chop my leg off um but I want I just want to do some prehab that way when I get my amputation and my um my uh uh, now I'm blanking but the the the, um yeah uh, no 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 the after you get amputation you get your um oh the prosthesis prosthesis there oh my gosh yeah prosthesis so she was like "I I just want to be able to know that I'm in the best case scenario when I have the prosthesis I said, okay. I said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me just make sure. So we did a full eval. I realized that she still has some trace signals throughout her her lower extremities. So at that point I go, I go, wait a minute, let's, let's, let's let's go. Right. So uh, 13 years, she had, uh, had been the last time that she had really, uh, she used to be a a, a half marathon runner as well, 13 years ago. And um, needless to say two weeks after we um, so she had trouble. Like she never took a brace off. Like she would never take a brace off. You know X Y Z. Two weeks yeah. into us into us training, I never forget. She came in, was riding her bike, riding the bike, and uh, she looked at me and said, "Hey, thanks for uh, convincing me that I don't need to chop my leg off anymore."
0: Oh my gosh, I'm chills. Yeah. And then,
1: oh and then the best, God. and then the best part about it was um, uh, th- three months or two and a half months or three months after us working together, uh, it was the first time she had run without 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 her knee brace without anything um, in 13 years so um, and 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 now she can do things like so you know like wear any outfit she wants without a knee brace right you know like she can she can do whatever she wants and now she's thinking like wait how far can I really push this so she went to me hey I just want to you know and then uh, we got to push it you know as far as her body can kind of and it's willing to take it so I'm proud of her for sure
0: is amazing that is so amazing um and i feel like i have a caveat like stuff like this could happen in insurance-based care it could it could but the patient would have to have so much buy-in um and have to just be really really compliant and have an. it would have to be like everything would have to collide i just feel like you have the capability to have so many more success stories because yeah. of the ability that you have to just really get to know your clients, really spend the time yeah. with them, and give them their you know programming.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. And I've honestly, I've honestly um, have fought away from the idea of uh, f- even thinking that insurance-based or traditional-based uh, comp- companies are bad. I, I think they're necessary, sure. you know. Yeah. And I and I used to I used to fight this. I used to be like, oh man, you know, like you know. Whatever, F insurance or whatever. And what I realize is no, this is why I love the fine dining and fast food analogy. Yes. It's like you, yes. you you have to have one and the other. You know, my goal and where my mission is um finding those who are willing to invest in their health and giving them an option other than the fast food option. So you know, you, you know what I'm saying? So like I no yes. longer go I no longer fight the I'm trying to treat everybody. No, I am solely trying to provide the experience and the resources for those who are willing to, uh, invest in themselves, but are, but have been stuck in the matrix of the fast food industry for the longest time. And so that's, that's what I'm excited about is just being the resource of a better experience or a more specific experience is what I'm, because just like in regular life, like you're like, you're gonna need both like you need both to understand even one versus the other
0: yeah it's something that i personally have have started doing is when i am talking with someone and we're chatting and they're trying to decide if you know i'm the right person for them Mm -hmm. um and there's a barrier i'm like that is fine like and it's a real barrier it's like something that you know Financially, right yeah. now I'm doing something else. I can't do it, and I'm like, yeah. I will gladly spend my time to find a provider in your area that fits your your needs right mm-hmm. now. And I, I still believe that they're going to get better. I still believe it. I'm not. I'm yeah. not here saying like this is you know bad for you to go elsewhere. Totally fine yeah. with it. Yeah,
1: hundred percent. And you know, it's another good uh, analogy I like to use for for what we do versus traditional is like is Nokia versus Apple, right? So you can get a cheap Nokia phone that dials and goes point A to point B or you know, like you know, you can call and, and it does whatever, but it's super cheap, right? Yeah. Um, and then you have an iPhone, which is a tremendous different experience of communication, yeah. right? Uh mm-hmm. you feel more efficient, you feel more you feel more accomplished, you feel better when you are using a better device, right? And mm-hmm. so that's the way I compare it. And and but you need one versus the other. You have to have you have to give the option of you know quote unquote significantly cheaper right uh versus a an option of no this is just a better like all around experience and you're going to get better results (laughs) but you have to be able to give that option
0: for sure um can you tell me a little bit about either either one of those clients kind of what it looked like uh through their pt experience like how often were you seeing them like you know kind of just some of the nuts and bolts of like what does it look like to work with a solutions-based provider
1: well first off uh i i like to tell physicians as well um most of our evidence-based practice so our material is usually done through traditional based outpatient research right of course yeah so So, which is cool because we are used to thinking that certain things take a certain amount of time to get better, right? Now we yeah. know certain tissue, you know, bones take eight to 10 weeks, you know, we, like those kind of things. We know those are pretty, pretty standard. Um, but uh, what I love is traditionally speaking, if you're seeing two or three people at a time, actually, if you break it down, you're only really getting 20 to 25 minutes of good quality care for those clients, Right. Per, per hour. You try your best, obviously, but you're really only getting like twenty, twenty, thirty, like if you're good, you know. Yeah. Um versus what I do, what we do is we're seeing somebody one on one specific. So therefore you're getting almost two, three times the care every week. Right. Yeah. So people get better almost two times faster. Yes. Right? So okay. that's 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 one thing I, I definitely um that's so so to get to answer your question, you know, two times a week. Uh, is typically suffice and then make sure that they always get that third, fourth day of exercise throughout their own, you know, time at home with any questions or anything like that. Cause they do have a home exercise and I, and I don't necessarily, by the way, I don't, um, I preach, uh, philosophy and, 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 and I like foundational, um, information so it's not like hey do these exact same things right it's like no you need to understand for you to <laughs> for you to get better you have to do this you know single leg exercises you have to do static dynamic balance you have to so you you so that way once they finish with you or and or continue for the rest of their lives they understand like they're educated and being like oh this i have to get better this way and and they can get creative in how they do their exercises however possible yeah. but at least they understand like they leave with like a level of like like, you'd be surprised how many how much time i spent just education like i'll pull up my ipad i'll oh, put yeah. it up on the screen i'll put up the anatomy we'll, we'll go through it we'll, we'll look up words definitions we'll like we'll spend a lot more time educating than i can confidently say any other place
0: yeah yeah for sure i think that's the biggest thing of just like i am so surprised at the amount of stuff that i know that i take for granted Um, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, like you didn't know that you're supposed to be training Mm -hmm. single leg and and you're a runner and just giving them that framework of like, oh, this is your, you know, dosage. This is the type of exercises you can do equips them past the time that they're working with us and allows them to, you know, continue to be successful without having like you or I, you know, next to them.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Um do you offer any anything past like your time working with them um like a membership or anything?
1: So we're in the works uh, I I we're in the works of doing something where we're building a actually you probably you'll be the first person to know that we're actually in the works yeah. of doing a subscription based uh membership where it'll be it'll be primarily based around primary and secondary prevention. Uh okay. So if those who don't know, uh, primary, uh, the healthcare system generally only really cares about tertiary prevention, which is once you're diagnosed and once you have some sort of illness or injury, then healthcare then takes care of you. And that's where that cycle comes. Secondary is when you have like, when you have little ailment, but you're not quite, you know, diagnosed or have an injury. And that's where the majority of people are. Right. And then primary is when you have nothing wrong with you, your vehicle runs smoothly. And that's where we all want to be and should always kind of stay at Um, the subscription that we're doing is going to be based around keeping people uh, in the primary prevention as much as possible. But also knowing that that secondary is, is a thing. And we got and we're just so it's it's a subscription built on primary, secondary prevention. And then worst case scenario, if there's unpredictable things that force them to be in that tertiary prevention, they know where to go. Um, So not quite yet. It will be going live probably. My hope is January 1st will be worst-case scenario, but uh, it's coming. So to answer your question, my hope is that we can transfer our our clients or our patients to that subscription.
0: That is so cool. I love it. That's amazing. And I think the power of having a physical therapist, like a doctor of physical therapy, behind some of these subscriptions is just – it's invaluable, Um, and I'm really excited for your in your for physical. sure
1: and if i can say this actually i'm very passionate about this uh yeah. so doc we we are doctors of physical therapy because we have the ability to differential diagnose so yeah. the ability to go when somebody can come straight off the street depending on where your state is right i my say yeah. is florida so you can come directly off the street if you have any kind of pain and come to me and then i can do an assessment to figure out if it's musculoskeletal right mm-hmm. which is what we treat Versus, oh, no, this is something else. And that's where we have to right. refer. So we have the ability to refer out. So my goal um, is to live in a world where PTs become the primary physician for any type of musculoskeletal injury. The number yeah. one reason why people uh, uh, clock out of work or, or call out of work is because of low back pain. And mm-hmm. and if, if people realize through education that PTs are the ones that actually treat that, Um, it would uh, not only save a lot of money, save a lot of time and help people live a lot more happier life. So I would love to live in a world where we actually get to use our doctorate uh, label um, for something for what it's supposed to be for, which is we're supposed to be the primary physician for musculoskeletal injuries. And the reason why it's not, people, the reason why it's not is because it became mandatory for us to be doctors around 2008, I believe. And yeah. so, therefore, it is still new, and the transfer of information of what we can do and how we should be uh, in the healthcare system as doctors has yet to be distributed to the the main um, the main population. So that would that's my goal is like to live in that where that world where we can truly treat primary, secondary, and tertiary prevention, not just tertiary, which is what the insurance based um, business is really based around, because that's what they've only realized and learned how to monetize.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, I always, um, I always have a good day when I have done an eval on my patient. Mm-hmm. I've worked with them for, you know, however amount of time. And for some reason, they still go and get like an MRI or an X-ray or something. <laughs> um, and, and their like impression finding comes in and it says patient is, you know, uh, has a L4, L5 disc herniation with whatever. And then I yeah. pull up my assessment and I say, look at my assessment. This is exactly what I wrote down. Um, this is this is what you have I confirmed it multiple weeks ago that's what yeah um, and it, it just goes to show like we are really specific with our evaluations and um, yeah the value that we provide is is like amazing it's amazing
1: yes and I understand the like I understand why it's not yet right like yeah, uh, yeah. What, if, if we become the primary physician for muscle skeletal we're going to take a lot of co from from typical MDs right so uh yeah. it's a battle that we're fighting as a profession and I think the only way for it to really truly for us to break through is for individuals like ourselves and we should we should be proud of what we're doing and because it's all based on the premise of um helping people helping people and that's super important because as long as we keep that mindset we realize like what we do is super important and it's super needed and uh so I'm proud of you uh for taking on the challenge of knowing like Yo, you're needed, and you're 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 being a breakthrough for the next person who has the idea and can bounce ideas off of you, and 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 that's why I say like we're relatively new of in a space where we have to be doctors since 2008. Yeah. So, so we're really the we're really the we're really breaking through and opening doors or forcing doors to be open that have never have. So, um, I'm really proud of you.
0: You too, Kevin. You're doing great thank you (laughs) um okay i think this is my last question for you but Mm -hmm. like where can we find more about you where can we uh work with you maybe or Mm -hmm. get access to your subscriptions that are going to be coming out um in the next two months two months yeah
1: yeah yeah um and i look forward to uh you know letting every letting everyone know what that's about once once we're ready to kind of let yeah. that go. But um, for now, uh, you can go to, you know, our website, com. We are located in Oviedo, Orlando, Florida. We're a brick okay. and mortar. But if you do want to support, one easy way to do that is if you want to buy merch, which you can find at our store. You can buy any, in any kind of apparel. But um, that's a cool way to support. It just kind of, um, you know, for anyone who's not here, because we are a brick and mortar. We do see, yeah. we, we do see people uh, yep. face-to-face. But uh, com is the best way to um Get to us or at Doctor Coach Kev on Instagram. It's the best way. Ask me any questions. I'm, I'm I try to be as open and available as as I can.
0: Okay. Okay. Awesome. I think your merch looks cool too. So. Yeah. Oh,
1: thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
0: um, anything else you want to say? Any anything about else about solutions based PT or PT in general?
1: Uh, unless you have another four moment. hours. No. 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 I I would just straight up like to say. Um, to anyone who's interested in it, uh, just understand the premise of for solutions-based, we're working for results. Yes. That's what our job is. We work, we, we clock in every day to get results yes. versus traditional-based is um, based around, yes, they want you to get results, but understanding that they get paid for you to come in every single time. Yes. And so therefore, they are actually incentivized to try to keep you for a certain amount of time. And when, and, and, and I've even, I like to educate patients on this too. Uh, the reason why it's an hour for the majority of the time, because most places when insurance is, they want to build four units, right? So, yeah. so, for, so people, I want you, I want you to listen. So when you go to outpatient, they, they, for the first unit, they have to treat you for eight minutes, right? To bill another unit, they have to treat you for up to 23 minutes to bill yeah. another unit. They have to treat you 38. And then to yep. bill you another unit, they have to technically legally treat you for fifty three minutes, yep. right? So therefore, they're not only working for your copay, but they're also working to try to get you to those fifty three minutes.
0: So it's yep. not, not even
1: they're not even they're not even they're not even saying that they need to do the right exercises. They just have to keep you in the building for fifty three minutes, Yep. right? Versus solutions based, if we if we do the exercises we need to do and we get done in thirty five minutes, Good. get the heck out of here.
0: Go go home. You know yeah.
1: exactly. So I want people to really understand the business side of it because yes, I'm a, we're solutions based and yes, we're a business, but I'm transparent about how I get paid. Right. So uh, I just want people to realize the business side of it and the importance of how things are and how they should be. And I just think we're the next level of how things should be. um, And I look forward to seeing everything grow. So um, yeah. Thank you for letting me
0: (laughs) say that. Of course. Honestly, Kevin, I was like, I was like, I keep getting these sideways looks of like, you know, what is Solution Space PT? And I was like, okay, uh, who are my hype men for Solution Space PT? And I was like, Kevin, <laughs> I'm going to call him. I'm going to ask Kevin.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it.
0: Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Legacy Running. If you haven't already, please share this out so more people can start to build their legacy. If you would like to work with me, Dr. Sarah, check out strategywithsarah.com and get access to schedule a time to chat about returning to run pain, injury, or fear-free. There's more info on how to connect in the show notes as well. I look forward to talking with you soon. And remember, how you show up matters.